Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others and Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. This is episode 227, Because the Lord Delights in Me. When we think about the word delight, what comes to mind? As I was preparing for this podcast, I've thought a lot about that word. One of the things I thought about is how many food choices there are and recipes that have the word delight in it. It may be an ice cream treat. No matter what the type of dessert or the type of recipe, the word delight just adds this upper level to your expectations because you wouldn't name something that is just regular or subpar delight. Like that would be absolutely wrong. And so I started thinking about how the word is used in the English language. And it really should be a word that is not used often. Because no matter how full our lives may be, I doubt that we delight in many things, many people. For instance, one of the greatest delights that I've observed over the years is the delight grandparents have with having grandchildren. That is delight. It is something of great pleasure. But we don't delight in just anything or anyone. That is something that is reserved for someone or something that brings us a level of pleasure that is above the standard. As we look at 2 Samuel 22, and again, 2 Samuel 22 is the text is the same as Psalm 18 for all intents and purposes. We've been walking our way through this, that even though this is the end of King David's life as portrayed in 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel 22 is is oddly placed where it is because this isn't a passage that was written at the end of David's life. This appears to be a passage that was written when David was feeling the victories, the victory over King Saul, the fact that he was no longer having to hide, the victory over other enemies, And so it's younger in his life, but as I've mentioned each of the weeks that we've gone through part of this song, it does make sense to a degree because even though it was written earlier in David's life, as David is ending his life, he is more than likely nostalgic and looking back on all that God has done. So I want to read 2 Samuel 22, 17 through 26. I'm going to give you just a heads up before we even start into it. After we get past the delight, which is in uh, verse 20, 
we start seeing David saying some things that, well, they just seem some they they don't seem to ring true, and that's the fact that he's kept the ways of the Lord. Now, again, this may have happened before his affair with Bathsheba. But even if it was before, he still wasn't a perfect man. These words, although uttered by David and not fully fulfilled by David, one day they would be fulfilled through David's most famous descendant, that of Jesus Christ. So let's go. Here's 2 Samuel 22, 17 through 26. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me in a moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. Here's where it takes this turn. Verse 21, the Lord rewarded me for doing right. He restored me because of my innocence. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil. I have followed all his regulations and I have never abandoned his decrees. I am blameless before God. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He has seen my innocence. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. So I think that you probably picked up what just seems kind of extreme there. Because this is the man who also wrote Song 51, where he talks about just how far he had fallen. And 2 Samuel 22 might have been pre-Bathsheba. But it wasn't that David was perfect. And I don't want to focus on that part of the song. Because again, it there's not any of us that can say we are blameless. The only way that we can be righteous in the eyes of the Lord is if we are covered by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. The only righteous one. But I want to go back to verse 20. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. There's that word, delight. I want you to just sit for a moment and just try to imagine that how you delight in certain people who bring you great pleasure, certain things that may, may bring you great pleasure. The Lord delights in you. Not because of what you've done. Not because you are fully righteous, that you have never turned from His regulations. No, He delights in you because He created you. He knit you together in your mother's womb. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by him. As we've seen so many times in Psalm 139, 
I mean, he goes before you. He knows everything about you. He knows every hair on your head. The Lord delights in you. You may be someone that has never, ever thought that anyone delighted in you. And I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that that has been your experience. But as of today, you can't say that. Because the Lord of Heaven's armies delights in you. Psalm 37, 23 through 24. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. Psalm 18, 19, which is again, that is the same 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 song just in a different place there so psalm 18:19 is the same as second samuel 22:20 20. then we have psalm 147:11 no the lord's delight is in those who fear him those who put their hope in his unfailing love zephaniah 3:17 i can't say that i use the book of zephaniah very often one of these days, I'll get to teach through that. That should be interesting. But here's Zephaniah 3.17. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. How would your life be different if you truly believed that no matter what others say about you, no matter what the voices that speak to your mind say, that the Lord of Heaven's armies delights in you. Our weekly assignment feature is what step of faith will you take because the Lord delights in you? I don't know about you, but when people give me encouragement they don't even have to delight in me, but if they delight in me, I do believe I'm going to go above and beyond and beyond. But even just to give me some words of encouragement, I want to do better. I want to give even more of an effort. And that's, that's how this looks because even though David is talking about the fact that God chose to protect him because he delighted in him. I want us to find comfort in the fact that God does for us because he delights in us. But I also want us to flip that. And I want us to think about what is it that we are going to step out in faith and do because we know we have the delight of the Lord looking on us, that he delights in you. And I'm going to use another psalm, Psalm 37, 4, and one of my absolute favorite verses in all of Scripture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. 
want you to think about that in the fact that you, you, little you, mortal, fallible, you are encouraged to take delight like that. Take great pleasure in the Lord who delights in you. And he will give you your heart's desires. In other words, if you focus on him and celebrating him and finding great pleasure in him, your heart's desires are going to match his heart's desires. As we close out, because I'm still working on a partial voice here, I truly want you to think about how is your life going to be different as you look to delight in the one who delights in you? How will that change your relationships? How will that change what you what you put on your to-do list? What you believe that you can achieve by God's grace? The Lord delights in you. You have the privilege to delight in the one who delights in you. May you do that this day. Please reach out to me and let me know how God may have touched you with today's podcast episode. You can reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests. You can email me at encouragingothersandlovingjesus at gmail.com. You can reach out on any of the social media platforms, including our Facebook group. Got information down below in the show notes. And maybe by next week, I can delight in a full voice. I would love that. But, you know, I just keep pressing on because I can't control my voice. But I can control my attitude. And I can celebrate the fact that I am one in whom the Lord delights. And I get the privilege of encouraging others in whom the Lord delights. May you feel that down to your toes. May that transform you. May any any bit of insecurity leave you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, this is free to share with others. If you look at the link at the very bottom, well, it's not a link, it's a QR code, but you can scan that and we will uh, be taken to our full list of podcasts. And as we close out this week, just remember, it's always a trust and obey kind of day. Mm -hmm.